In reality, business can have ups and downs. So join me today for a great conversation with the wonderful Wendy Griffith, where she shares how do you keep the faith when you're going through those phases. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode number 56 and you are in for a real treat today because I am bringing to you the wonderful Wendy Griffith. I have worked with and known Wendy for the last few years as you'll hear about during this episode and she is a force to be reckoned with in a positive way. I have so much time and respect for Wendy and for what she has done in her business and how she's also helped other people follow on her path to create their own business in the industry that she's in. So during this chat together, you'll hear all about keeping the faith when it comes to different stages of business, because in reality, there are many phases that we go through and experience as business owners, and also how we have to juggle different competing priorities and some top tips along the way from both myself and Wendy. So enough of me talking, let's now tune into the conversation. So go and grab your coffee, your matcha green tea, your fizz stick, your water, your green juice, your smoothie, or whatever you fancy, and come on a virtual cuppa chat with me and Wendy. So a very warm welcome, Wendy, to the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's not just, it's a special day that you're here with me, having this conversation with my listeners as well, but it's an extra special day because I love Facebook memories because it kind of takes you back on a trip down memory lane. And to day of all days, it popped up saying you have got a memory with Wendy. And I looked at it and it was four years ago to the day where we actually first met face to face. And let me set the scene. So we were together down in Coventry, where I was invited and booked as an external guest speaker at Wendy's, one of Wendy's business conferences. And Wendy was also a speaker. And we were sitting at the table together, having great conversations. And since then, over the last four years, it's been some journey. So has it been quick or or short for you, Wendy, those last four years? Cannot believe that was four years ago. So happy friend anniversary for today. And yes, I mean, gosh, it's crazy what they say. Where do you see yourself in four or five years time? And four years doesn't sound like a long time, but so much has happened in both our lives and our businesses in that time. Definitely. And I do have to laugh and I'm going to share this with the listeners because you potentially created a scandal in my life earlier this year. So, (laughs) and you know where I'm going with this, don't you? (laughs) So... I've had the pleasure of coaching Wendy during the the four-year period and Wendy reached a massive milestone in her business and it was a big event that she was organizing to celebrate this so I thought I need to fly down to come to this event to help celebrate. And nothing but the fact that it had was next door to Harry Potter World just 
putting it out there to the listeners. That was just the icing on the cake where I managed to also attract to get tickets to go to your event straight to the Wizarding World as well. So it was a, an epic day. So Wendy was getting lots of great photographs and everybody was going back into the venue for the event to start. And there was this moment where it was just Wendy, her amazing husband, Barry, and the photographer. And they were, well, he literally kind of scooped you up in, your, in his arms. And at that point, I just took a snap thinking, oh, that is what it's all about. It was a great photo. And then, um, so it's just like in the moment. And then I kind of posted it on social media along with some other photographs, not thinking anything of it. And then when I was showing Shireen, I think it was the day afterwards, and I was like going through some photos and I showed her the photo. She's like, is that you? And I was like, what do you mean? Is that me? She's like, did you like swoop Wendy up? I was like, no, that's her husband. <laughs> and she looked at it. She's like, honestly, I thought that was you. Oh my God. And then I joked in terms of um, sent it to my cousins in one of our kind of um, WhatsApp chats. I was like, can you believe Shireen thought that that was me swooping up another female in my arms? And then my cousins were like, Oh, I actually thought that was you too. <laughs> but that was it. And then you got me thinking. So then I was like, oh my gosh. So then I started showing it to people. And they were like, oh, that definitely looks like Osman. Like I was like, oh my goodness, the scandal. And I just... Exactly. We have a close relationship, but you're scooping me up in your arms. And it's just, it might've been a little bit much for that. Anyway. I was super proud of you. But yeah, that's just a, a step too far. But the funny thing is that actually when I went back to that photo on Facebook and I was like just joking about it, the amount of people that actually said to me since then, I honestly thought that was you. And I had to zoom in and I was just like, yep, yeah, I love my clients and my friends. But yeah, that was definitely your husband. So it was probably a good thing that we clarified because I think that was a bit borderline. Definitely. So that's what I mean. It could have been a potential scandal. And I do love them. I've got such a supportive wife and she's just like, oh, even if it was you, I wouldn't be worried. So I've, I've... I know Barry laughed too because he loves you too. So it's one of those, but hey ho. Definitely. So Wendy, obviously I know you a lot during the last four years, but tell the listeners about your journey and what you spend your time doing in business now. Well, gosh, yeah, it's been a... A long and winding road, as they say. So my background is actually in marketing, corporate IT. So that was where I started when I moved over to the UK 13 years ago now, uh, fresh off the boat. And that was my first job and worked my way up the corporate ladder, as they say, and really sort of got to the, I was about sort of 28, 29. Around that time, I was newly married and I was doing really well in my career. And I was sort of sat there with that sort of feeling of, oh, okay, <laughs> is this it? You know, the commuting in and out of London and the stress and don't get me wrong, I did some amazing things in my career. And at the time I was working for a big IT services company and a lot of the work that we did was in events and corporate hospitality. So I got to meet some amazingly famous people through my job and just got to really enjoy and live the high life. But there was that small part of me that thought, am I making a difference here really deep down? And I thought, what would I do? What would I do though if I didn't do this? I think that's always the fear with people. It's like, okay, I'm not happy 100%, but what would I do? So every time Barry and I went on holiday, I would write some preposterous business plan on the back of a serviette or a scrap of paper I could find in the hotel room and come up with all these ideas, which range from running a coffee shop and all sorts of different things. And what I essentially recognized was that I didn't want to be tied down to a job hours. And actually what I craved was autonomy and freedom. So I knew I wanted to be my own boss, but I just didn't have the confidence or the know-how at that stage to do it. 
So it was when I was actually introduced to the business opportunity of Arbon, which is a network marketing company, something that I didn't know anything about or know the ins and outs of. But I recognized that from a marketing perspective, the way that we market was changing in the world and technology and social media. And so from a business point of view, my ears really pricked up. And then when I heard it was products, well, I was a product gal. So I was like, show me the products, Uh, put them through their paces, was really impressed and really recognized it was something I could do alongside my career while I was working. So I did that for a couple of years while I was working full time. I actually changed jobs in between, went and worked for an amazing software company, fast growing, all sorts of amazing bells and whistles to that role. It was a new role. I was doing so much that was out of my comfort zone, but it was interesting because I think I was facing those challenges head on because of the experience that I was gaining through running my own Arbon business. So that was really giving me the courage and the confidence. And actually, I reached out to a coach at the time. It wasn't you. I didn't know the amazing you. But I worked with this coach on sort of an exit strategy for corporate because I recognized I didn't want to be in corporate forever. And so we worked together, identified my values, my goals, what I really wanted to do with my life. And so within two years of running my Arbonne business alongside working, I stepped away from corporate and actually set up my own marketing business which I then ran successfully alongside Arbon for a further three years until I became pregnant with my little girl, Jessie, who is the light of my life. And that was a really difficult journey I've shared with people. I had a, a real sort of fertility struggle, went through IVF. And again, coming out the other side of that with a success story, which I'm so grateful for, I recognized, okay, I've got this miracle, this beautiful blessing. And I was still working 60 hours a week, but running two businesses. And really that was when the penny dropped for me. That was three years ago that Arbon really gave me the time leverage that I wanted. And I loved the flexibility. So that was when I parked my marketing business, threw my weight behind my Arbon business. And the rest, as they say, is history. And there's so much in that, Wendy, especially around, I know so many individuals that have left the corporate world for that lure of something better and whatever that looks like for them. But when, if you don't think about it in a considered way, it can be quite easy to then trap yourself into another job. But it's actually your business that you're kind of having to show up. And if it feels like it's constraining you or you don't have that freedom, then people can look back and go, why did I make that move in the first place? hundred percent. That was me. I thought that success looked like then being my own boss, but actually running a traditional business for me was tough. When you run your own business, you are the buck stops with you. You are the marketing person, the tea maker, the accountant, the everything. And so really it just made me even more passionate for the opportunity with my Arbon business because they Arbon did so much of the heavy lifting stuff that I didn't want to do. And actually for me, what I recognized with my values and goals is it was all around, I wanted to help people. I wanted to inspire. I wanted to have my cake and eat it. I really value having a career and I value achievement. And for me, I knew that for me, staying at home full time or going back to work full time, they weren't options for me. And I had to find what that middle ground looked like. And so I'm really passionate, as you can tell, about sharing that with people because I want people to know that there are options for women who have a heart and a hunger for their career, as well as being a present parent. Definitely. And again, what that looks like could be very different for different individuals, depending on 
what their values are, what their goals are. And when we find that sweet spot, that's kind of where the real magic can happen. Another Harry Potter reference in there. I'm all about the magic. No, but it's true because what success looks like for me is not what success looks like for someone else. And I'm very conscious of that. So it is, as you say, about finding. And that's where a values exercise that you can work on with a coach is so important to identify what your makeup was. So when I was working in a corporate job, the things that I was really good at, funnily enough, were the things that were aligned to my values. The things that I didn't enjoy that used to be the things that I would come home in tears to my husband about was because it was completely against what my values were. So if you can get alignment with your values, you will be happy in what you're doing, whatever that looks like for you. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And that's why even whenever I'm working with any new client or even in my mastermind, and, and we did this, Wendy, even though you were quite aware of your values, it was like, let's really go deep in terms of what are your values, what's getting ticked off just now and what's not. And I've done a, a previous episode all about motivation and the link with values. So I'll put that into the show notes. So if anybody here is thinking, I actually don't know what's important to me, or what my values are, then do check out that episode. And it's important to keep reevaluating them as well. So keep looking at them on an annual basis just to check that you are in alignment, that you haven't sort of shifted that one degree off in a different course and then you're suddenly not feeling your flow anymore. Totally agree. And that's then it gives you that chance to go, hold on, what's missing or what do I need to kind of dial up as well? So I know you well, and I know that you don't just sit back and relax and put your feet up. It's not all just sitting in coffee shops or at the park. So you juggle a lot of different priorities. You wear a lot of hats as a mum, as a wife, as a business owner. You're involved in lots of other projects as well. So how do you keep all those plates spinning? Any top tips for the listeners from your experience and the reality of it? So can I be really honest here with you? Because I think there are so many things out there where women are saying, oh, I'm just very organized and I have lots of lists and Osman, you've been on the receiving end of my rants. So I'm going to be really honest here. It takes effort and constantly checking back in with myself that I am prioritizing the things that are important to me. And I'm always looking at ways to be more efficient with my time, to make sure that I'm in flow with what I want to do. And so even if that means that I outsource the cleaning and the ironing to someone because that's not what I want to be doing or the dog walking or whatever it is. I have a lot of support. I have built a lot of support into my life. So I think, again, there's this sort of badge of honor with women that we feel like we must do it all. We should, that word, we should all over ourselves as women all the time. I was doing it this morning to my husband. I should do this. I should do that. And actually we really need to place a priority on our well-being and our self-care. And I know that we know this as women intellectually, but actually the connection to the, to the heart on this. So for me, I really have to look at, right, what are those values? So for me, my family, my faith, those are the things. And then my business as an extension of those things is so important. So when I'm getting stressed and I, I won't say that I don't get stressed or harassed by things in life or but I do just tend to have that wisdom now to take a step back and go right is this in my top three is this moving me closer to or further away from the goals that I have for the family our life my future whatever it is and so that's why you have to spend that time getting really clear on what's important to you. And I do it. I check in with myself on a weekly basis. I do a weekly review in bed on a Saturday morning when Barry takes Jessie downstairs to watch Bolt. That's her favorite thing at the moment. They watch it on repeat. And I sit in bed with a cup of coffee 
and my book and my journal and I just check in with myself and I plan my week out and I make sure and I color coordinate my diary and I use a fantastic app on a practical level called Wonderlist, which syncs with my hubby's calendar. So if we've got, we've got like a mutual grocery list, silly thing. I love that. <laughs> so today I was trying to make myself a mackerel salad for lunch and we're out of horseradish. So annoying. So I popped it on the list and I put times two because we always run out of horseradish. We love it. So now he gets an alert to say horseradish is needed. So whoever goes past the shop next, that is on you to get the horseradish. So I know that seems really silly and simple, but it's about playing to your strengths and about working out. And I make time for myself. I have to sort of bat away that voice that says, oh, you're being selfish by going out and getting your nails done or getting a massage. But I have to make sure that I prioritize that stuff for me. And I love that. And especially the top tip, I'm going to do a mutual shopping list with Shireen. So thank you for that. Those words are wisdom. But I think it's important, like what you said there, because if you don't take that stop to review and that reflection, it can be so easy just to go from one week to the other to the other. And I know I've shared this before on the podcast and even with you, Wendy, where I love what I do. And that sometimes requires me or it gives me opportunities to travel about and do different workshops and things. But when it gets a tipping point and what I'm now noticing is I'm noticing that a lot quicker. Whereas years ago, I'd go, do you know something? Why am I feeling a bit out of flow or why am I feeling like our whole family life is a bit out of sync? And that was typically down to me realizing if I looked like in the past of the last couple of months going, oh, that's because I've been here, there and everywhere. So that's for me. I know that there could be shorter periods now where I can go here there and everywhere but if I keep doing that it actually is not what flows my boat oh my goodness you're speaking my truth at the moment and it is and I having recently relocated to a new county we've recently moved up to Norfolk six months ago and that's been a whole lifestyle adjustment and change which we adore and love but that is a period of adjustment and in between unpacking boxes and painting walls and all the things that you need to do and establishing a network and all that sort of thing, you are trying to take care of the day-to-day. And I, like you, can go through periods where I travel quite a bit and I love it and I love traveling. It's why I don't want to be tied down to a job so I can just say yes and go wherever I want. But I have also recognized that within myself. And when I'm starting to feel unsettled and like you, not feeling in flow or something, I feel a bit stuck in something, then I just need to reevaluate and look where I'm at. And I'm actually on a travel ban at the moment because I've been traveling a lot recently and it's been fab and it's been great, but actually I want to stay put in one place for a while and sit with that. So, yeah. Definitely. So, and it links back to what I talked about in a previous episode a couple of weeks ago, where it's not always about what's on your to-do list. Sometimes it's in a stop to-do list. If you're going, actually, I'm running around here, there and everywhere, or I'm doing these tasks that really are taking me away from the things that I want to do or where I'm adding the most value, then actually just add that to your stop to-do list as well. Honestly, that is, I love that. It's such a great podcast. I mean, all your podcasts, you know, I'm like your number one stalking fan on your podcast. But for me, that's totally it. And I read a book a few months ago that was a real game changer for me. And that's a book called Girl Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. And Osmond, you did message me and say, everyone's talking about this book. Do I need to read it? And I was like, for your female clients, yes, you do. Because, and for your wife, she'll thank me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just sort of in that psyche of a woman's brain. And I recognized, I can remember it vividly. I was driving to and from Hertfordshire where we used to live and I was in the car and I was doing one of my trips backwards and forwards trying to keep everybody like I hadn't even gone sort of thing (laughs) and I had this massive epiphany when she was saying 
the things, the stop doing list. She talks about that. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? And it was that epiphany. But sometimes you just need someone else to shout at you and say, hey. And Rachel Hollis does it in a very kind and loving way. So for me, that was just what I needed to sort of go, hang on, why are you doing this again? And we need to check in with ourselves, especially when we work in our own business, because you don't have a boss going, why have you done that? Accountability, you have to check in with yourself. Definitely. And knowing this, and I talk about this on all the podcast episodes when I have a special guest on, because knowing your entrepreneurial superpower can help massively in terms of, right, where do I get the best results? What do I have to be mindful of? And I know that your Wealth Dynamics profile is a supporter and you're actually the first supporter on the podcast. So welcome. Really? Yep. That's so exciting. So now it means that whenever I have other clients now or people saying, right, supporters, who can I listen to as well? I can kind of point them towards this particular podcast. But with a supporter, and for those that haven't heard me talk about Wealth Dynamics before, then where have you been? Because I talk about it on every single episode. It's kind of your thing. It is my thing because it makes a huge difference. But basically, the supporter profile is great because they're all about people. They love connecting with people. They love socializing. They're very good at building a following and a community around them, which can be really great from a business perspective. But if it's left unchecked, sometimes it can be always trying to be there for others that sometimes you can sacrifice yourself in what's right for me. So knowing your profile, it's one of the first things that I did when I started to coach you, Wendy. How has knowing your superpower as being a supporter helped you personally and in your business? Oh, my goodness. It genuinely has been the biggest game changer of my career. And that's spanning 13 years because it finally almost gave me that permission to follow what felt right to me in my heart. I think I do a business where a lot of other people do what I do. They're also Arbon independent consultants and it's a phenomenal community to be a part of. I love it and appreciate it and I'm so grateful for it. However, there is that propensity to look at what everybody else is doing and go, well, they running their business like that. So that's what I should be doing. Well, they having success doing that. I should be doing that. And actually it was that light bulb of, no, that's not me. I am enough. Who I am and what my strengths and talents are is enough. And actually be who I am. You do you, I'll do me and we're all good. And from that, it was that just that permission that I needed to be myself. And since then, and since that sort of, it didn't happen literally overnight, but it did take a good six to 12 months after that epiphany and then implementing those changes into my business and cultivating my business around what my strengths were rather than feeling like I had to be good at what everybody else was good at. That was when my business took off. That was the game changer. Not that it, you know, it was going along at a nice pace until that point, but then it just went woof. Definitely. So how has the power of community really helped you on that journey to make it a game changer as well in your business? Well, for me, I just think I like to be a part of a community. That's my personality. I like to be in that space of, you know, what's going on and what's happening and stuff. So for me, it's just been so important for me to take my clients and my team on that journey with me and to be very vulnerable and very authentic and just share that journey. So it's just, for me, that community has been so important and I, it's so inspiring. I get people reach out to me all the time from South Africa or around the world who I know, or just saying, oh, that 
thing that you shared really spoke to me or thank you for that. Or I love following your stuff on social media because it's, it just really speaks to me. And I just think I speak to people genuinely and just, you know, sort of how I would want to be spoken to. And it has really created this community. So I have so many people that are in my community that aren't necessarily my customers. And I think that for me, that doesn't matter. It's not about, can you buy album from me? That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to serve people and that's my personality and that's what I love to do. Definitely. And again, that's why particularly being a supporter is great. And we've had many conversations around this during our coaching sessions around play to your strengths. How do you keep showing up in that community, not just for them, but also because what it does for you in that way. So for everybody listening, Wendy said some great words there in terms of you do you, I'll do me. And when you know what that is for you, then it allows you to focus and play the game that's right for you as well. Mm -hmm, 100%. And if you're sitting here thinking, okay, so what is my superpower? I'll put a link in the show notes. So everything that we've talked about so far, the books that re- um, Wendy's recommended, the app, etc., you can find out all those at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 56. And I definitely 100% recommend that you find out what your Wealth Dynamics profile is because it can be a game changer. Yes game changer absolute game changer the biggest game changer so i obviously have been part of your journey the ups and the downs and i know you are ambitious i know you that you are driven how do you keep the faith especially at those times when things might not be going the way that you would like them to go or you're on that that dip on that roller coaster what's your experience been and any top tips yeah, I, I think we have to be really honest as business owners and say, it's up, if anyone had to say, oh, it's all fantastic and peaches and cream, they'd be absolutely lying. I think what's really important to do as a business owner is protect your energy because you can. You can have those days where you check out and go, oh, I can't be doing with working today. I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day. But actually, back in the day, I could go into work and hide behind my laptop if I wasn't having a great day. But as a business owner, you how you show up is your business, I firmly believe. So for me, I'm just very conscious about protecting my energy, just making sure that if I'm feeling myself dipping in any way, just either due to personal circumstances or business circumstances, that I am seeking out the right advice. And that isn't necessarily to phone a friend and moan and commiserate. It's actually to put on some fantastic music. I love dance music and country music go figure opposite ends but I'll just dance around the room and just really change my physical state and know that to get myself out of that funk or I'm sure many women out there can identify with how you might sort of have a little bit of a rent or a wig out to your hubby or that safe person that you have but then do something with it go and sit down and then write down right what can you actually do to change the circumstances my team and my friends and family know that I don't do victim I've been through a lot of very difficult experiences in my life. Growing up, I had a really tough childhood, facing issues in my family with addiction and all sorts. And I don't do victim because if I was to sit and wallow in self-pity, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. So I am a take action now, now, hashtag now, now, and just move forward, even if it's that one sort of baby step at a time, because ultimately you cannot change what happens to you you can only affect how you react and how you move forward in those situations. I have been knocked down in my business more times than I've been up, I'll be honest. But for me, it's not necessarily about the highs and the lows. For me, it's about finding joy in the everyday. So for me, 
my definition of success has changed. And that used to be, gosh, I want to earn this much money or whatever it was. But now my definition of success is to be happy and find joy in the everyday. And that's something that you really helped me to realize was okay. It wasn't always about what's the next goal. What's the, because when you are an achiever, you know, you always want to be going for the next thing. And it's actually, I'm just very much in the place in my business at the moment where I'm just really sitting in that gratitude for what I've achieved to date. And then really looking strategically about where I want to take things in the future and move forward. Definitely. And I think what you say there is, and it's the reality of a lot of businesses, I've experienced that most of my clients that I work with, that's when they reached out to me saying, help, I need some support. I feel stuck. It is that the times when you feel like you are down, but how do you just keep getting yourself back up? Even when I had this great conversation with a client yesterday where they were saying effectively along the words of, I'm so behind. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm so behind of where I wanted to be. And I'm like, yeah, but look at what you've actually done. And whose deadline is that? And why is that deadline there? So yes, goals can help inspire you to help move you forward. But it's also about, like you say, being in that present moment to go, well, I know you wanted to make that happen a month earlier, but you didn't know that this was going to happen. And also remember that great opportunity that you didn't see that was on the horizon that actually was great for you and your business. Well, if you didn't do that, you might have achieved that goal in the exact same way. What would you rather? And that can be that shift in terms of, right, okay, there's not a deadline. There's not a race. It's actually my own, in inverted commas, race. And how am I going to take that journey? 100%. And I have missed, funny enough, I opened my journal this morning and it fell open to the back and I went through the stage where I heard one of the many tips that people give you to write your goal that you want to achieve over and over again, 10 times in a day, writing that goal. And I found that I'd written that I wanted to achieve the certain sort of title in my business and that by, and I looked at the date and it was the 31st of the 5th, 2017. And the amount of times I put that goal out there and didn't achieve it and failed to achieve it. But actually, when I reflect back now, if I'd achieved it any sooner than I had now, I wouldn't have had the skills and the expertise and the leadership and the mindset and everything that I have now in order to maintain that and recognize it and grow from that. So yeah, I definitely know what you mean when people say, oh, I feel so behind. And I definitely was one of those people I thought maybe just recalling a previous conversation with me there but it is one of those that the only person that you're in competition with is yourself and actually everybody's got stuff going on behind closed doors you just don't know what that looks like and so one thing I've got really good at is celebrating other people's success and being genuinely really really happy for them and knowing that my time will come in terms of when I achieve certain things and just when you can practice that happiness and joy for other people and you can practice gratitude for where you're at, wherever that is, like that is when the energy will shift around you. It truly, truly will. But the other thing is just to keep self-surrounded by the right people and the positivity that you need. And I read voraciously and listen to podcasts. And it's funny, someone said to me the other day, do you listen to podcasts? And I sort of smiled and showed them my podcast channel list. And they were like, oh, okay, yeah, you really do. <laughs> And I just, you know, Jessie never asks for anything else on the car. She knows mommy's podcasts go on and that's just the way that it is. Absolutely. And I think the key thing, like you just said, that it's about what do you do and how do you do it your way? And that's about just celebrating success, keeping in that right space, that right energy to go, I am still moving forward. 
it links back to what you said earlier about not being in that victim mode because it can be quite easy to fall into that. It's happening for everybody else. Why is it not happening for me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? Definitely. But then it's a, I also just recognize and always kind of remind my clients to do this as well. You could quite have easily given up on some of the goals that you've achieved well earlier in the past and then you would never have made it happen. So every single time that you dust yourself off and get back up is what it takes. And that's part of the whole journey and the learning from it. I think as well, being a business owner just gives me such huge respect when you look at sort of the big players of entrepreneurship and you look at, I'm talking the, the big, big, you know, the Warren Buffetts of the world. And you think, oh my goodness, how many times did he go bankrupt, you know, and all these things. And, you know, I'm not saying that we all need to go bankrupt to have success, but you just think, gosh, like it really is true. Like even Rachel Hollis, she's having so much success with her books at the moment, Times Based Sellers. She's like, guys, I wrote six books before this. She's like, I've been doing this for like 15 years <laughs> and how she's just launched another amazing product. And she's like, this has been four years in the making. And I was like, well, would I have stuck at something for four years? Like, come on. you know, you have to ask yourself those questions. Definitely. I think so many people just are, are looking for that overnight success. Obviously, no one that's listening to this podcast because we attract different type of minded people that are in it for the, the long term. And I think that's what I'd love to kind of invite all of us to think about when it comes to our goals, when it comes to what we're doing, are you in this for the short term or are you in it for the long term? And when you've got that in your mind in terms of this is what I'm choosing to do, yes, the way that you might do it might pivot and change as you go forward, but keeping that in the mind in terms of I'm in this for the long term, therefore it just eases some of the pressure off, but also makes it such a more enjoyable journey as well. 100%. And in the words of Arbonne's former president, Rita Davenport, if it was easy, it would be sleazy. And I just think that is just so true because we live in this instant gratification society where everyone wants it now, 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 now. And I know that my hashtag is now, now because I'm all about taking action. But there is that keep the faith, keep doing you, keep being consistent, keep showing up and the results will come. Definitely, definitely. And I love that that quote there. It's a perfect way to kind of end. And we could talk for hours and hours, I am sure. So for those that are intrigued to hear more about what you're all about and what you are doing, where's the best place for people to connect and link in or find you? There's always my website, www.wendygriffith.co.uk. But I love hanging around on social media as well. I have a Facebook tribe, my Live Your Blessed Life tribe. That's what I'm all about, living your blessed life, whatever that looks like for you. But I'm also on Instagram, pretty obsessed with Insta stories. So you can always come and check out what I've been up to during the day. And yeah, just LinkedIn. There's various channels. I'm on social media. So just link in with me however you enjoy doing social. Definitely. And I will put all the social media links for Wendy and your website over at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 56. So I'm sure you've enjoyed this. Please do if you are just at the point going, right, what is my takeaway from here? Tag me, tag Wendy in social media. Let us know that you've been listening. Let us know what your key takeaway is. Yes, please do. Hashtag now, now. Perfect. <laughs> so on that note, thank you, Wendy. And thank you for tuning in. And I will speak to you all next week. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, 
then chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.